biggest white thing anybody saw of that size in a long time. <laughs> Look at the girth on this baby. It's the biggest white thing you could offer anyone. <laughs> at least in this house, yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, Know It Alls. Thanks for joining us mid conversation with Charlie Ray and Mr. Clay. Charlie Ray is our special guest host this week, and he is a master of tantric massage. He's a radio DJ. And he has attended over 3,000 concerts in his lifetime. So sit back and enjoy 20 Questions with Charlie Ray and Mr. Clay. Charlie Ray, baby. Charlie Ray, baby. So, Charlie Ray, what brings you to the Answers for Everything podcast? Well, you know, uh, I just thought I'd branch out and try something different. And uh, I've been digging what you've been laying down on your podcast and thought, hey, I could contribute to this. All right. So when it comes to contributing, we only ask for a couple things. Uh, Girth size, pictures, lots of pictures. You ready? That's going to be a no-go. Oh, <laughs> oh, there you go folks that's the show for the week it's like Charlie Ray's too shy it's like this oh same color and everything <laughs> yeah even with pills in it that's why the ladies like to suck on it so much that's awesome <laughs> are those your pills or someone else's those are my pills yeah yeah anything you want to talk about or no not at this point but no <laughs> they're not they're not they're not happy pills they're not happy pills. I know, uh, you know. Got to make the dog not wary around here. Yeah. So, Charlie Ray, where exactly do you live? I live in the glorious town of Kansas City. How long have you been there? My entire life. 50 years. Do you want to change that? Do you ever want to leave? Oh, absolutely. I mean, nobody really comes to Kansas City voluntarily unless they're born here. Yeah, I feel the same way living on the prairies. Yeah. It's pretty much it's pretty much the same. I mean, you know, uh, Kansas City is uh, is uh, eastern part of Kansas, and then you go about sixty miles, and I'm sure the flatness is the same as it is in where you're at, and just warmer. Oh yeah, it's way warmer. I mean, you get your you get your cold snaps, but nothing like we have, like you know, minus forty five Celsius. Right? No, no. I mean, you got you got to speed on the cold. It's fucking terrible. All right, so for the audience to get to know us a little better, I've arranged 10 questions that I'm going to ask you about yourself, and I hope you brought something to the table to ask me. Of course I do, besides girth size. Well, besides girth size, you already know that. All those pictures I send you? Oh, yeah. You already know. You keep asking for more pictures. Nah, I can't get enough. I know. It's too bad the ladies can't. (laughs) It's always dudes. I just recently had a guy on Instagram add me. And he's like, I, I want to be your sugar daddy. I want you to be my sugar baby. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what this entails. If it's just like dick pics and stuff, yeah, I'll send him for he's going to give me money. Right. But if he wants to meet up and like touch my touch me and stuff, I'm not cool with that. So he keeps saying how he wants to pay me. He wants to pay me. And I was like, yeah, well, let's get some details. Bang it out. Bang it out. So I'm screenshotting all the stuff and then send it to my friends. We're just laughing about this guy who wants me to be his sugar baby. And it's like two days of him beating around the bush of him saying he's going to pay me, but he hasn't actually said what he wants me to do. 
And then he finally <laughs> right. says, in order for me to send you like $500 a week, I need a show of good faith. So I need you to go to buy me a Google play card and send it to me. Just <laughs> like, Oh, you fucker. I'm not a sugar baby. I'm supposed to be a fucking moron that's hands over money, this guy. So then I just, I started calling him sexist and racist and stuff. So he starts freaking out and yelling at me online. And I was like, now you just sound like an asshole. Forget the sexist and racist stuff. You're just a piece of shit human being. And then he deleted me. Oh, well, you know, you can be somebody else's sugar bitch one of these days. (laughs) Would you do it? Fuck no. Why not? Hell hell no. 500 bucks a week to just send him a picture of your dick? Ah. It costs more than that for this golden boy. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have high standards of myself. So, <laughs> five hundred was like like a pipe dream. We start talking a thousand, maybe I could set up in uh, Mexico or something for that and retire from uh, the the day to day living here. Can you imagine? You, you get paid a thousand dollars a week just to send some psycho dude who wants your dick pictures of it. Well, I don't know. Ladies get to do it and just showing their feet and stuff. So uh, why not? It's true. Like there's a girl that just squishes bread and gets paid. Like on her like OnlyFans, she gets loaves of bread and she just squishes them like with her fingers as hard as she can into little balls. And she's got like a million fucking followers. Like even if she gets, you know, a quarter of those people giving her a dollar a month. Oh, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. You, you ever heard of splooshing? No, tell me. That's where a, a, a woman it will like take a cake or something like that and like in a bikini or whatever and sit on it and smoosh it. And just, you know, it's like food play. I don't understand why people pay for it, number one, because I'm not into it. But well, yeah. the next question I have is, how can I get paid to do it? I'll wear a bikini. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll mash food and take the shit up. You just, you just need to do like a lumberjack channel. <laughs> try to get try to get the ladies to like, you know, support Clay of the Great White North. Yeah, I don't know. And if they I come up, you can show them your flagpole. Yeah, I mean, all, <laughs> all you know, two inches of it. So <laughs> they're not coming back after that let's be honest now i heard i heard of another one yesterday i was watching uh this this podcast from these guys out of miami uh and they were talking about you know they, they usually they uh, they do an after hour so they do a couple of shows they do an after hour show after they go out to the clubs and they get women to come back from the miami clubs and they just do do a show and interview them and stuff and uh this girl was talking about how she makes money showing her her underarm hair guys fuck exactly guys guys are like yeah baby show me that pit hair i'm like <laughs> here's some money and see that's yeah, called that's that's called life on easy mode right there i want life on easy mode well you, you can't you're a dude sorry <laughs> i guess i do i'm white and i'm a dude so that's pretty privileged as it is in today's world so i should be thankful oh. i've got that right well yeah i mean you do have to apologize every day and feel guilty down Gosh, here yeah, i don't I don't. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't but either. You, you might get there. Well, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying. All right. So I got a question here for you. All right. If you had to choose like your top three dream jobs, so you can pick any one of these three, like your top three that you'd like to do. Uh, you love the work so much that you would do it for just enough money to live a super modest lifestyle. You know, you do it six hours a day, four days a week, but you love the job. Uh, top three jobs. Well, yeah. Number one would be something I'm already interested in and you're aware of, which is the tantra massage work. Okay. Um, I would do that. Um, although, yeah, I mean, four times a week, if I split it up, I could do it. It is intensive when you're doing two or three hour massages. 
uh, it would probably be a combination job, really, of that and then and then teaching. So it'd be the same kind of in the same kind of line of work. That would be my dream job. Um, uh, number two. So could you do different sessions every day, or is it just it takes a lot out of you that you can do one session a day? Well, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's three hours of intensive work. I mean, you know, some of what it entails. I mean, you know, I I need to get back in the gym and work on my forearms more because man. You know, some of those endings take a while, but um, <laughs> my right forearm is pretty strong, but my left one is weak sauce. Well, your kung fu grip is probably pretty strong too. Yeah, but only on the right arm. <laughs> yeah, I don't use a stranger very often. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you know, switch it up, make them think the neighbor came to visit. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you know, you could do. You could do a three hour, one three hour session a day. Two would be pushing it. I'd have to, you know, like I said, uh, I'd have to probably alternate it, but maybe I would do like a, a two day session, you know, take a day off, do a teaching day, you know, like do like like a some kind of podcast or, you know, video teaching or something on the subject, you know, another day, you know, it, it, it could be done. I mean, four days isn't bad. You get plenty, get plenty of rest. If that's all I've got to do, and I could focus on my health and everything else to be in the optimal shape to do it. I could probably do two a day. Yeah. Like you don't uh, need the nine to five. You don't have the no, loss. You don't no, have the right. schedule. You don't have to really set an alarm except for your meeting or yeah. except for your session, but you get to choose when that session is. So yeah. if you're better at waking up at noon and starting your session at one, that's your day every day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could do that. I, I could, I could do one in the morning, take a few hours of a break uh, and then do one in the afternoon. I wouldn't have to be con uh, continuous. But so, uh, yeah, that, that would be my dream job. And the second dream job would probably be uh, being like a comedic actor. If I was, you know, if I, obviously I had to be, you know, if I was good, it was a dream job. I'm good at what I do. Uh, that yeah. would be, that'd be fun. Uh, and three, uh, go back in time and be Hugh Hefner. Yeah. I probably had a pretty damn good life. Oh man. You know, the sixties and seventies and even eighties were probably pretty lit, you know, until yeah. he got, until he got up into his seventies, but thank God Viagra came along so he could extend that. So I'm pretty speak. sure his life was great up until like it started losing money for the company, you know, Yeah. before it started yeah. being viable with today's, you know, internet porn access. Right. Like Playboy was the shit. I mean, even as a kid, we would love to, you know, come across a stash of that, a stash of that stuff. Yeah. Tell you what, man, if that, if that, I think the grotto has been destroyed now, but gosh, man, you think about the stories that grotto could have told, he'd peel your ears back. Oh, I'm pretty sure he had cameras set up. You sign a disclaimer when you walk in and he just sat there and watched it and touched himself for years. Did you, did you ever hear that story about the vault beneath, beneath Playboy Mansion where he had all this stuff stored, like stuff that he videoed, including like himself having sex with people? And, no. and uh, oh, yeah, this guy did a story on it that he was taken down there by I can't remember if it was his son or another relative. And he had to go he had to go down there and he had to uh, empty all his pockets, make sure he didn't have anything recording on him. Uh, you know, they, they like like patted him down he had to go through a metal detector all this stuff to you know like check for like any kind of things transmitting anything before he went in this room and he went in this room and it was just lined with just like you know every type of recording old from old eight millimeter stuff all the way up to more modern stuff and he was showing pictures of you know he it's like i can't say because i was signed a non-disclosure but yeah. you know it's like it was but basically kind of inferred you know like like hugh filming marilyn monroe getting boned i mean stuff like that i mean just all kinds of crazy stuff like super famous people and you know like he'd be doing the video and you could hear hugh's voice like you know hey no, no, do this do that you know and he'd be videoing it and just crazy stuff and i'm just like man i can only imagine larry flint eat your heart out exactly right? exactly so yeah I'd, I'd take that life for uh for uh I, Hugh had a good life. Let's just put it that way. All the oh, way. Yeah. 
I wouldn't say, you know, the best life, but I'd say pretty damn close. Something I would yeah. definitely wouldn't even, I wouldn't be disappointed about having. No, absolutely not. So that's so, so simple, right? Oh, Just yeah. Magazine, right. couple naked pictures, and then tons of articles. It's right. pretty simple. Very it was. It was, you know, now, now everything's free on the internet and, you know, yep. oh, well. All right. Would you describe your childhood as happy? And uh okay do you have more to it well if would you describe your childhood as happy and how does that description compare to your adult life wow that's a that's a hard one you're going deep there clay and oh, i don't yeah. mean no and i don't mean the way i'd like it to be oh i can't go deep remember two inches <laughs> well then it's even better no pain no gain <laughs> uh okay Ser <laughs> seriously well you know feeling is only the first three inches really anyway unless you hit the cervix and then you got to be working with at least eight to nine right there so uh okay happy childhood would i say it was a happy childhood uh yes and no um i'd say it was just kind of mediocre when i review it in my life now uh i mean it wasn't bad i had a you know an only child uh grew up in a fairly diverse lower middle class neighborhood um had a lot of friends did really well up in elementary school uh and um you know right around the time when you transition from elementary school to the junior high level period uh there was a lot of angst going on in my life uh, and my parents between my parents and then we moved from a fairly diverse area which was becoming more of a struggle because in the early 80s uh let's just say race relations in america were getting more and more uh headbutting so there was more things to worry about as a kid at that point um so then i moved from there to like super white land uh where i live kind of now and uh it was like complete opposite spectrum only only uh it's kind of worse for me because i was kind of like more like all of a sudden now i'm like the the lower level person in a, in a school versus being more of like the middle or upper part so it was really a challenge from a uh, fitting in is from a socioeconomic uh, aspect. So childhood wise, uh, you know, it was okay. You know, that's as far as school goes. As far as family goes, it was pretty consistent. I mean, you know, I, I uh, you know, have, have a pretty small family and saw my relatives a lot and it was okay. You know, I mean, I got some things I wanted as a kid. I didn't get others, but hey, I think we all had that kind of uh, living. You. Yeah. You know, there you was know. a kid that had the USS flag from GI Joe yeah. and there was only one kid in my whole town that had it. One kid. Oh, uh, he's Mr. Popularity too, wasn't he? But, uh, he, he was. He's a year older than I was. And uh, just so listeners uh, have something to, you know, grasp at here, Charles and I collect GI Joe toys like a lot. Charles is a little bit more obsessive than I am. <laughs> Trying little, not to be. Little is the uh, alive. He's a lot more obsessive than I am. But it, it's fine. It, it's our collection. <laughs> And yeah, this, this kid, his name was Kelly. He had the USS flag, but every year his family would go to Las Vegas for a holiday. Cause I would remember him coming back to school and he would have all the new figures that we did. Cause we grew up in a super small town. There was like, like a home hardware and a Stedman's, which is like dollar general. Okay. So there was like two stores like that, like Ace Hardware and they had a toy section and Stedman's, which was like dollar general. So a small toy section. That's the only access I had to GI Joe toys. And it was, you know, there'd be something on the shelf three years later. So your 1986 toys would be on the shelf in 1989. 
Okay. So, so he would always have the new stuff that wasn't out yet. And he would always come back to town and he would trade his like one figure he bought. I remember he had like a bats when they first came out and he traded that one figure for a kid for like 10 other figures. So he was trading like one for 10 because he had all the new ones. And then, you know, six months later, you'd be able to, you know, they would show up on the shelf, but right. he, was, he was laughing because he was just accumulating so much good stuff to trade for shit that didn't exist yet in our world. But it's not like it didn't exist. It just didn't exist in our town. Well, you know, he was proven to be a true capitalist at a young age. Was. I just wish he would have traded that USS flag for something. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't get mine until I was, God, it's been like, I don't know, about 10 years ago. But yeah, you're, you have to be a grown-up to get it, just to afford yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, well, I still don't have it. Well, even then, I mean, I paid, you know, I paid like three fifty for it, and now the prices on it are ridiculous. I mean, yeah, way true. ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but I'm hey, never I, gonna have one, and I'm okay with that. I was gonna ask you if you had one. No, I even sold my Defiant that I had. So yeah, I never did go ahead and get that. I just never got into the whole space aspect, so I just said, nah. No, but anyway, eBay buy. anyway, that's enough. Well, yeah, well, well, yeah, I was gonna say that that'll be a whole podcast on its own. We talk yeah. about that, maybe several. But, uh, but so yeah, uh, as an adult, um, uh, I got to learn and understand the songs that I didn't understand as a kid about heartbreak and, and, uh, watch your butt and, you know, don't trust certain people. And, you know, all the things you don't really understand as a kid, you're going, Oh, that's stupid. I don't understand that. Well, you, you do when you're older, you go, Oh, I know what happened to that boy. <laughs> or I know what happened to that person. Uh, yep. Yeah, but you know what? All in all, for the most part, with me, everybody can always say good. I, uh, I wish I'd made better decisions. I wish I'd made that. I wish I'd made this. But you know what? I, I've had a good. I've had. I've had fun along the way. I got to meet all my favorite bands. Uh, I got to stand on the side of the stage to watch Motorhead play to fifty thousand people. You know, I met and interviewed Lemmy. Uh, I met Angus and Malcolm Young. I met ZZ Top twice. Uh, you know, I met a ton of other bands, and I'm not going to go through the list. But I mean, I had a great time. I've well, seen that's over, its own podcast, right? Yeah, exactly. I've seen over 3,500 concerts in my life. God you know, I've, I, 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 you know, and you know, and we won't even touch upon at least not in this episode. My episode, uh, uh, foray into uh, swinger land after my second divorce and all oh, that wait, other stuff. Hold on, hold on. Uh question four all right so but we'll wrap this one up but yeah you know what uh it's been about the same you know it's got pluses and minuses i mean you know it's like what do you choose to focus on do you choose to focus on the good memories or the bad memories and and thankfully the human mind mostly is designed to 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 push those bad memories away and kind of bury them and try to build up the good stuff it's like i try to think of all the bad things with my like with my ex and it's like it's hard to remember them i mean i know we weren't always happy and we split up but i just remember the good things you know yeah well that's the way it should be right yeah don't dwell on the bad shit because then you're never ever going to be a happy person well you know i've managed to avoid the uh, great american pastime of popping pills and prozac and everything else down here so i know that's 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 out here too yeah people are going to be naturally it's it's kind of fucked up yeah it is but that's you know that's human nature. Human nature really, I think, was designed to keep you unhappy because if you're happy, that's when you're just sitting there sunning yourself, and the saber-toothed tiger takes you out. You don't make it to the next generation. Mm, you know, well, I'll probably be eaten by that thing because I do enjoy a good happiness sitting. Well, you know, you got polar bears pretty close, probably. So I've never seen one, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they're around. I know Winnipeg <laughs> has them, or Manitoba has them, but yeah, there you go. 
All right, question three, right. since you didn't want it to be so deep, let's move on to, did either of your parents ever catch you masturbating as a child? No. Actually, actually, here's a, here's, here's a really weird, and God, this is way too personal truth. <laughs> I never masturbated until after I had sex the first time. Did you have sex for the first time at seven, eight, nine years old? Nope, I was, uh, I was 18. Oh, man, you missed out. Yes, but I did have I did have copious amounts of what I did not understand, but later knew to be wet dreams, and I did. Oh. It, it was a, uh, it was a, uh, it was really embarrassing to a to a young man who did not have any kind of education in uh, in uh, in sexual matters. But I've worked on that very much extensively <laughs> since then, as far as education goes. All right, have you ever so, been in a threesome? Many times. Male, male, female. Male, female, female, or male, male, male? Well, none of the male, 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 but both of the other ones, yes. Actually, I've been in a foursome and a sevensome and some other crazy stuff, too. So I would suspect that's its own podcast. Yeah, it's its own podcast. All right, so we're going to yes. leave people hanging with that because you know they're going to want to hear about it. <laughs> Who doesn't? All right. Let's say you were going on a date, but you invited the female over for dinner. What would you cook for them that you are pretty sure would be an instant panty dropper? Well, I do have a dish that I think, I don't know if I've ever told you about this. My, I call it my panty dropper dish, but basically it's the best dish that I know how to cook. So that's, it kind of has to qualify. It's my so, dick on a plate. <laughs> well, you know, they stole dick in a box from me. So uh, <laughs> damn it, Justin Timberlake, stealing all my best material. All of, uh, yeah, all of it. And Jessica Beale. Damn it. I know. Uh, Come on. Yes, I know. L rough lifestyle. Life you, know is who, so hard. you know who I really envy, though, is the guy who played Fez on the 70s show. It's like, yeah, what, no prime, what prime actress did he not nail? And have you seen the model that he married? No. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Great. That's, a, that's American dream right there, man. Save some for the rest of us. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So back to the, the panty dropper dish. This is this is my go to dish. Uh, and it's, and you know, it's fairly, it's fairly modern and hip, I guess, sort of, you know, as far as, uh, healthy goes, yeah. uh, basically let's see, let's start off with the side dishes and I'll tell you the main dish side dishes would be uh, a baked sweet potato, uh, with a little bit of cinnamon grass fed butter. That's one side dish. Second side dish would be, uh, and this one you're taking kind of a risk, but asparagus spears, uh, infused with coconut oil and like Montreal steak seasoning baked in the oven. Uh, nice and nice and tender. Uh, pairs really well. And then the main dish would be a blackened mahi-mahi, maybe an orange roughy uh, with uh, a sauce made out of grass-fed butter, uh, garlic, uh, cilantro, and uh, yeah, that's it. Melted, melted and poured over the, the fish. I mean, it's, uh, it's delicious. Well, my it's just on the plate. Wow. Yeah. Watch out. Great North. He, he's available. <laughs> totally available. So that's my panty dropper dish. Number six. What makes you cry? Hmm. When's the last Hold time on. you cried? Uh, let's see. Well, Unfortunately, I'm cursed with a little bit of a soft heart, so uh, I, I get emotional with some things. Uh, but just 
basically, uh, you know, maybe animals or something. I don't know. You know, seeing seeing people that uh, it touches me when I see people succeed against their odds. You know, a little bit, and yep. but but not like not like cry cry. I mean, uh, that's only when I'm drinking late at night and it's too much vodka. And I think about the past. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're thinking about the past, is it like relationships you're thinking of or just like family life or what are you thinking of that makes you a little bit emotional? Uh, probably relationship stuff. Like I said, you know, you know me, I've had two divorces. So, uh, um, but you know what, that's pretty much in the past now. I don't really, I've, I've pretty much, that's all cleared out and gone away now. So I don't, I don't really, I don't really have that, that feeling anymore. It's, it's just the past, but okay closer closer to the actual time period yeah i was more emotional so question number seven is why do you think those relationships failed well obviously i'm the common denominator so there you go that's how i feel with all of mine (laughs) uh why do i think they fail uh because uh there's no making most women happy how about that because you can't make them happy if they can't really articulate what will make them happy and not only that you you can't make another person happy period only you can make yourself happy and that's the way i feel and so so trying to make someone else happy as your main goal in life is a fool's game and one you shouldn't even try to play because you're going to lose even before you start it's pretty good advice too bad you can't go back in time and give that to your younger self well yeah with a few healthy slaps yes yeah but then again you wouldn't be where you are right now so you describe your life as pretty decent yeah change your past you might not be where you are you're in a good place so live learn right that's right that's right that's what you know i uh i have a question i'm going to ask you but yeah i'll uh uh, but uh but my answer to the question was never stop learning okay so but i'll ask you the question when we get to my questions all right uh you had to decide what your biggest fear was what is it An elevator, a huge guy who thought I looked attractive, and I was not into that. <laughs> Every no, time no. you step into the elevator, you fear it. Well, I kind of I, I I look in there, and if Lurch is standing there, and he's looking like with that, looking at me, the big grin, I just walk away. <laughs> no, no, seriously, that's not a big fear. It's not probably very realistic uh, outside of. No, anyway, um, biggest fear. What is my biggest fear? Um, God, I don't know. I mean, I used to say never being able to retire or, or um, not being healthy enough to enjoy my retirement. You know, those are kind of fears at this point in my life. So okay. if you had to choose any city on the planet to travel to as soon as quarantine was lifted, you're able to catch a flight and go anywhere. Where would it be and why? God, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, it's a choice between going somewhere I've never been or going somewhere I've been to before and love and, and, and or know people. Um, uh, right now, I'm on a major kick about wanting to travel to Southeast Asia. And so as long as everything's safe, everything's good. Um, I kind of like to go to Vietnam, uh, maybe like uh, Ho Chi Minh City, uh, formerly known as Saigon. Uh, you know, it, it, I think it'd be cool, especially if I had a friend or some friends with me and do like a, like a motorbike trip, like up, 
up the country, you know, or yeah. go from the north to the south, something like that. I want to do more adventurous things and, you know, get away from I I, I, I do not want to be the guy who goes on the uh, the uh, super scheduled like 10 day turn like, oh, you got two hours here and you got four hours here. I'm more of a let, just let it develop kind of guy when it comes to travel. So that's kind of my that's kind of my plan. Someplace warm for sure. All right. When it comes to penis sizes, um, would you prefer your penis to be long and skinny or short and fat? I would prefer it to be long and fat. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know At this point, you only get to choose one of the two. Well, I'm, you I'm know, not talking chode. I'm not talking more wider than it is long. <laughs> I was going to say, man, we're talking fire plug here yeah. or, you know, well, yeah. let's just put it, let's just put it this way. You know, from my study of what women really want, um, I would say probably more of the average size and thicker is probably better than long and skinny. Okay. I mean, cause otherwise basically you end up with like six inches of dry dick and who wants that? Well, I've never had any inches of dry dick. So you know what? <laughs> I might be down. There you go. All right. That's 10 questions with Charlie Ray. All right. Well, Clay, now that I've answered some of your questions, both serious and not so serious, are you ready for my 10 questions? Shoot. Let's do this. All right. Well, this first question is going to be a pretty vague one, but who is Clay Duchesne? Oh, my God. Uh, I'm a man of my word. Friend to the end. Ride or die kind of guy. Uh, I don't really have a lot of sympathy or empathy in my body, so that might be problematic. I tend to solve the problem before complaining about the problem because the last thing I want before I go to bed is knowing I've got problems to fix the next day. Half glass, half full kind of guy, but always refillable. I think that sums it up. Oh, never serious. Except maybe when I just answered those questions, but other than that, never serious. All right. Well, moving on from who you are, what from being who you are to now has led you to create this podcast and why did you name it what you named it uh the podcast partner i have we think we're smarter than everybody else around us we always believe we're right no matter what even when we're wrong we'll admit to it but grudgingly and so we tend to always have answers for all of our friends whenever they have questions like if they need help they come to us if we see something we don't like, we try and butt in with a solution to whatever the problem is there. And uh, you can't tell us we're wrong because more often than not, we are actually right. So it's sort of given us that ego that answers for everything. Okay. Answers for everything. I guess that'll be a, a popular topic then. <laughs> <laughs> answers. All, all right. All right. Um, all right. So me knowing a little bit about you, and you're being kind of a food uh, aficionado, especially of junk food and, and more. Uh, what are three favorite things and three worst things you've ever tried? We're talking worldwide, just a snack, not a meal, right? Yeah, let's just go worldwide and a snack. All right. Hands down, my favorite thing on the planet is Fruity Pebbles. American-made Fruity Pebbles. So one of the best things I've ever had in my life was a Fruity Pebbles bar. Sort of like a cereal bar with like yogurt on it. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Gooey. It's like a Rice Krispie treat, but with the Rice Krispies replaced by Fruity Pebbles. You can't go wrong. It's so <laughs> fucking good. 
Uh, one oh, of the I worst... will agree since I've had that too. So. Yeah, they, they have a new, new new one with a nougat in it, like a white nougat with like fruity pebbles strewn throughout it. But I've never ah. I've never got it because I live in Canada. So, oh. and with quarantine, I haven't made it down to the states in over a year. Usually, it's two or three road trips, and I'll come back with all that crap. But not not this year. You know, still waiting. Right. Hopefully, it's still on the shelves when I get down there. Uh, one of the worst things that I've ever had was on like a road trip to Southern California or Northern California. We stopped at this gas station. And I saw two different sodas I wanted to try. One was called Glow in the Dark, but it was all sold out. I just want to know what it would do to my, my, my crap when I shit later, if it would be like <laughs> all neon or weird. But they were sold out, so I didn't get that. But I found a chocolate-covered maple bacon soda. That, that sounds extremely nasty. Oh, it, the chocolate was good. But then you got to the salty bacon, and it's not so good. I remember being in the car with my friend, and where we took a sip, you know, each of our own, it was disgusting. We put it in the cup holders and like 25 minutes later, we're just driving and he just reaches down and grabs it and starts chugging it back. And then he just stops. He's like, pull over, pull over, pull over. So I pulled over and he opened the door and spit it out everywhere. I was like, why would you do that? He's like, I, I forgot that that was the soda that I put in the cup holder and I was thirsty. So out of instinct, I just grabbed it. And uh, <laughs> I just mouthful of chocolatey maple bacon shit. So that's, yeah, one of the worst things ever. Did you guys just take it at that point and just pour them both out so you didn't accidentally drink them? No, well, we did, but I, I bought a, a second one to take home to put on my shelf of like weird shit that I bought. And probably about five years ago, I brought all those weird pops, like all those weird sodas to my work. And some of the guys that I work with just bought them all for me for like a dollar each. And I just got to watch them drink them. The uh, maple bacon one, all this stuff had settled to the bottom. So Ew. when they were drinking it, they said it was all sugary and chocolatey. And then they got down to the bottom and it was all the salty bacon parts. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was totally worth getting getting it and drinking it just to watch the, the guy chug back the disgusting parts right near the end and gag a bit. Yeah. And he paid yeah. me for it. So it didn't really cost me anything at all at the end of the day. Yeah. Free entertainment. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, those are some 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 interesting things to try uh it's 2021 what brings you joy i enjoy planning for my next vacation knowing i can't go on one right now i've spent a lot of time over the, the last year meticulously planning out the next like big trip so it pleases me to look towards the future and in 2021, even going to a restaurant pleases me these days because it was something we weren't able to do six months ago. So just, just going out. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing concerts this year. So yeah. anticipation is what I'm looking like brings me joy. Nothing in my current state of like sitting here watching Netflix and going to work and just same old, same old day in, day out. Like I'm at the point now, I think I've done 60... I did 68 days a row in a row of work because I've got nothing else to do. So then I took a four day weekend and I don't have another day off until the middle of April because there's no point in taking a day off if I'm just going to sit at home and play Call of Duty. Well, I, I agree. I mean, uh, the way the way I've looked at the last year is it's like hey, people ask me, what's changed in your life? I said, well, my life's basically the same, except you took everything fun out of it. It yep. just left me with the drudgery. Yep. Uh, so uh i guess uh i guess i would say the same as far as my joy although i did get to go to a concert and see a great band this weekend that's so, awesome yeah so you guys have stuff opened up in in the states and yeah it's 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 opening up slowly but 
but there's actually concerts starting to be scheduled here and there. I mean, they're few and far between, which is, which is okay with me. A few here and there right now is, is fine. I mean, you know, I was going to two, three a week sometimes when it was jamming before all this went down. So God, I wish. Yeah. I, I but, live in a uh, shithole part of Canada, so there's nothing out here. Yeah. I, I miss living in the Vancouver area where I would see, I mean, not obviously not two or three a week, but there'd be three concerts a month I'd go to. Yeah. Yeah. I miss it's, those it's, days. It's nice that that and um, uh, comedy shows. Uh, so those are the two things. Those are the two things I am starting to go to and, and enjoy. So uh, I haven't been to a live comedy show for probably about over 20 years. Wow. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love live comedy, but, you know, you know, you know, I, you know, I told you my cousin passed away a few years, a couple yeah. years back and he was my concert. Oh, he was my comedy show buddy so me and him we did the comedy show thing together so it's not so, the same going by myself i was gonna say does it kill you a little inside every time yeah. you go to one now a little bit a little yeah. bit so all right well we got we got more questions man i got i gotta i gotta pry into the mind of clay all right open that skull up a little bit i gotta i gotta ask you some kind of wild question let's see here well if it's about feelings i can tell you i don't have them <laughs> cold black right. heart all right do you have a name for your dick and if so would you share it uh i'm always willing to share my dick but uh as for a name i remember being in like probably grade eight grade nine a bunch of friends and i we all came up with names for our dick and uh the three of us called our each one of our dicks tom dick and harry so the three of us had one guy named his dick tom one named it dick and one named it harry and i was harry <laughs> and looking okay. back you know that was okay because pubes were okay back then but i definitely don't want to be known as the harry dick guy now <laughs> right right <laughs> no you do not yeah different world when i was 15 let me tell you so so 80s and 90s right yeah oh, yeah uh, i think the british called it a growler it's <laughs> <laughs> like a big bear Arr. Yeah, <laughs> the lumberjack. Yeah, <laughs> lumberjack badge. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's your non-serious question. Well, I, I pretty much share absolutely anything, so there's really nothing I'm gonna like shy from. Well, I'll share mine if you want to hear it. Absolutely. Hear it? Always. Hans Christian Andersen. Well, that's that sounds like a poetry. Beautiful. <laughs> it, it, it was you know uh I, he was special ed in the twins and he sounded kind of stupid so i decided to upgrade him and give him a, a name with a middle name so nice. you know <laughs> hans christian anderson it is how many people know like how many women probably three uh, it's that's, still... that's, that, that's his newer name you know so it hasn't been as many but uh yeah <laughs> I always wanted to name him something like the truth. So you could say something like you can't handle the truth, you know, or, or <laughs> something funny, you know, like, but no, no, I see it. Yeah, for sure. He's distinguished. I'll put him in a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to dress uh, him up or get it painted on? Maybe. I mean, if a girl wants me to do a puppet show, I'm willing. So. I've never had the, the privilege of a girl asking for a puppet show with my dog. <laughs> well you never know there's there's there, there there are uh freaks out there everywhere and so maybe somebody would want the clay the clay dong puppet show i hope so 
Yeah. Yeah. They'd call it baby dong. <laughs> they call it a little, what was that mean with that movie? We talked about it before, a little big man or whatever, that Japanese movie with the, you ever seen that Japanese movie, a little like uh, a big man in Japan? You ever seen big man no, in Japan? Haven't. Oh my God. You'll love that. It's like basically like this guy, it's like, well, his grandfather used to be the guy and then he retired, but it's like his grandson has taken over his job and he can grow to the size of like a Godzilla and he like defends Japan from like <laughs> monsters and stuff. It is an awesome movie. You got to see it. All right. Big man in Japan. Big man in Japan. Yeah. It's on the list. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go on to another question here. Since we're talking about dongs. Uh, we'll absolutely. See. We'll, we'll see. Uh if you could change one thing about yourself physically, what would it be? Oh, wow. So we're talking about dogs. So you automatically <laughs> assume I want to change something about my dog. Well, you talk about how small it is on a regular oh, basis. So, so. so tiny. You know, almost... you know what the, do you know what the ideal size is according to the polls for women? I have no idea. Seven by four, seven inches long and four inches around. That is the, uh, the most like average, like best size. Well, I guess I'll have to do some measurements later. I mean, I would do go. it right now, but thanks i appreciate that uh what would i change like about my physical self or about yeah yeah just just one thing if you could change just one thing i want to be taller i would like to at least be six feet yeah it'd be nice yeah i could go with that myself i mean i guess like you know yeah no that's it i'm thinking you know bigger penis or smaller nose but i'm thinking taller there you go. Because yeah, you're, you know, you're commanding. You walk into a room and people look up. Whereas get, I walk into a room get. and they're like, uh, okay, sure, he's here. You can get lifts. Yeah, well, I guess so. But <laughs> no, they're like a push up, bro. I take the lifts yeah. off when I take a girl home. She's gonna be like, what the fuck? Well, Cooking dinner with her. And she's like, you're five foot four. <laughs> it just feels like that. I'm five ten. Relax. Maybe I'm six foot when I stand on my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's why you're staying here. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh man um, what would you what would you change about yourself what would i change about myself yeah you i mean you what? said taller is okay but i i would say probably taller too because it seems like every woman in the world they go well, what's the first thing they ask say about a guy six foot or taller yep i can't change my height i mean i can work out and maybe get some abs i mean probably not but i could uh you know i mean uh i i could work hard and make more money to have six figures okay that's possible but you really can't do much about your height unless you know you got some really sadistic parents who want to break your legs so you can regrow them so you can do them taller it's supposedly possible i I never would think that i'd go for it but just surround yourself with all short people there you go right you look like the godzilla in the room well, I'm okay being surrounded by a bunch of five foot to five foot three women. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Just me standing heads. It's like just a crowd of them around me. Just me like taller. I think that that leads back into your uh, wanting to go to Southeast Asia. Yeah, well, you, where, perhaps. Where, where all the ladies are just a tad shorter than average out here. You know, there's like a perfect height for me. And it's about five foot to five foot three. Because they tuck just right in perfectly underneath the old uh, shoulder, you know. Hmm. So, but yeah, I'd say, I'd say height. Height is probably the number one thing. All right. Uh, We see eye to eye on that. Either that or perfect vision and never having to worry about glasses. That would be a nice thing to have experienced in my life. Yeah. I feel you, man. Uh, I talked about this on the last episode uh, with the, with my partner and I've got like a plus 10 prescription in my eyes. Right. So they're terrible, but she talked about how I was lucky because of it. 
the truth is when I was a young kid, I had like really, really thick glasses and my cousin threw a dart at my face and it bounced off the lens. If I didn't have those thick glasses, I would have one less eye right now. So even though I would like perfect vision, I am more than happy that that situation happened. Well, you could have been rocking the eye patch though. And that might've like been really, you know, I would have tried to model my, model my life after Phil Ken seven. (laughs) <laughs> from Harvey Birdman. That would have been my ideal eye patch guy. Okay, you know what? That's going to lead me into a new question that wasn't on my list, but I'm going to put it on there instead. Okay. Based on your childhood, name something or some things that you thought would either be much more prevalent or or a problem. Now, if that doesn't make sense, I'll, I'll go first. And I'll no, say like, what mine are. Okay, yeah, go for it. Like, for example... Based on the amount of toys I saw as a kid, I thought there was dudes with eye patches all over the world running around because all the bad guys all had eye patches. I'm like, there's a lot of people who only have one eye, and apparently the eye patches the rage. I mean, you can imagine that, right? Like nowadays, it'd be eye patches with like Hello Kitty on it. Oh, yeah, they'd, they'd crap, be sequined. You know? They'd be oh, yeah. dazzled. Oh, man, yeah, be dazzled. Um, uh, quicksand. How many movies did I oh watch growing up that had quicksand? I thought every time I was like, man, every time I was walking around, I'm like, is there quicksand around? Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. Like Gilligan's Island, like anything, anything I watched, yeah. like quicksand. Yeah, in. quicksand. Yeah, every Tarzan movie, like every other episode, somebody fell into quicksand. I'm like, yeah, it's so you weird. Watch where that's, you're going. That's what uh, I was gonna say. Actually, that was one of the things. I was like, yeah, I thought for sure there'd be a lot more quicksand in my life. Yeah. And uh, Bermuda Triangle freaked me out. It's like, how are we not fixing this? Why are people still going there? Bermuda, I, I always thought it would yeah. be terrifying to go anywhere near the Caribbean because I'd get sucked into a vortex and I'd be gone. Yeah. We could almost turn this into a whole episode probably, but I think the other one that will always surprise me and ever since cell phones and camera, you know, camera cell phones were invented, yeah. uh, spontaneous human combustion. Where'd that shit go? <laughs> Wait, what? This is spontaneous. You no, never no, heard of spontaneous no, human no, combustion? No, no, I, I know the words. I know what you're trying to say. I just have no idea what you're talking about in regards to where you, where you saw it or why you were afraid of it. Oh, no, just back in the 70s and 80s, like you read like about in the tabloids or the magazines, like uh, spontaneous human combustion. They, they show a picture of like some ashes in a chair or whatever, and the person just <laughs> burst into flame. But nobody ever had pictures of it happening. Just, you know, oh, whatever. Well, so I'm like, I'm like, obviously that's bullcrap because once cameras were everywhere no documentation of it ever was that like the world weekly news like the, the supermarket checkout black and white you know like like obama's an alien kind of thing those <laughs> probably oh my god my mom does all the time i still thought there would be some spontaneous human combustion i was just waiting for me to like be at a supermarket and like be sitting there waiting in line it's like aisle seven somebody just goes up in flames you know <laughs> never <laughs> happened <laughs> I always thought that there would be, you know, you, you turn, you know, 21 in the States, you turn 18 in, in Canada or 19 and you just become a drunk driver. There's so many of them. That's all there are. Cause there were so many lessons as a young child about, you know, drunk driving, drunk driving, drunk driving. Right. And it's not, I mean, out here it happens a lot, but my high school and stuff, I don't really remember a lot of people driving drunk. It's almost like you learned a lesson, you know, you get in the vehicle, you buckle up, you get in, you don't drink. It was very simple, but all the videos I watched, all the like the grassy junior high, there was a lot of people getting killed by, by drunk drivers. Oh yeah. Those, those classic films like blood on the asphalt and, you know, driver's ed courses. Yeah. All right. Anything else you can think of off the top of your head? No, you quicksand was the one, like honestly, <laughs> quick, quicksand was the one that I thought I would see everywhere I went. 
And I thought there'd be wet cement everywhere because like half the movies there's always somebody like running into wet cement, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's so weird. Like I don't know who thinks of these things. <sighs> who knows? You know, someday in the future they'll be like, man, teleporter accidents happen all the time, you know? Yep. They see, they see Jeff Goldblum in the fly, so what it was an early transporter. <laughs> mm. Although that does terrify me as much as I want to teleport, I, I don't really want to uh, risk. No, no, yeah, that's using true. myself with you know a Cheeto or whatever the hell's in the <laughs> container at the same Dang time. Dang it, somebody dropped a french fry, yeah, yeah. I mean, how would it work like with your clothes and stuff? You know what I mean? You'd have to go in naked. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. Scotty saw some weird crap, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure he did. All right, let, let's move on to another question. Uh, let's see here. Um, what's just an example of, say, some of the best advice you've ever gotten and some of the worst advice you've ever gotten? Uh, some of the best advice is from my mom. Um, save your money. Don't spend money on a credit card. Save your money, which is probably the best advice I've ever got in my life. Worst advice? I I can't think of any because I honestly don't take advice that, I mean, I'm, I'm a thinker. So as soon as I get advice, I think about who's given it to me and how it, you know, it pertains to my life. And then I decide whether or not I'm going to take the advice. So chances are pretty good that if it was bad advice, I probably ignored it. So then bad shit didn't happen to me. Okay. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, here's another food question for you. What are your top three guilty fast food restaurants in the U.S. or Canada or anywhere, really? But let's just let's just say U.S. since you come down here quite a bit. In and out. It's like the first place I go when I land in L.A. I've hit that. I've, I've hit that in and out by the LAX airport several times in my life. Right yep. there, right so there. many times. Yeah, and it's if I'm gonna land in Phoenix or if I'm like driving through like Salt Lake, boom, in and out, in and out. I love it. And uh, I got introduced to Chick Fil A's spicy chicken sandwich two years ago. That is a good fucking sandwich. Oh my god, yes. I'm definitely gonna choose that over any other spicy chicken whenever I'm in the states. Okay. But I didn't have anything else from Chick-fil-A. It's the first time I ever ate there, and that's what I ate. Uh, I'm going to have to go with A&W from Canada. Okay. I don't really care for it down in the States. It's too greasy. It's, 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 gone, not, down. it's gone downhill so bad. Yeah, all the restaurants are dirty. In Canada, it's like grass-fed this and like grass-fed that and free range this and it's and no hormones no antibiotics like it is such a healthy place to eat in canada all the restaurants are spick and span it's it's a beautiful beautiful fast food place and i'm a guilty pleasure guy with taco bell in the states yeah i love I me some tacos you. they just rolled out they just rolled out some new some new items i had last yesterday and what are they yeah. uh a spicy chicken enchilada burrito uh, and uh, uh, like their loaded nacho, like they had a loaded nacho taco, so now they have a loaded nacho burrito. I'm in. Like, like, like I mean, uh, I would take no cheese on mine, but I'm in. Like, I'm in 100. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was pretty good. And I love their freezes, like their their frosties, their freezes. I don't oh, know yeah. what they're called. Are they? I think they're called freezes. Freezes, yeah. Oh, the Baja yeah. Blast one is so damn good. And they had a yes. star starburst one for a while that I really liked. Hmm. 
Now, have you ever had Whataburger? I have had Whataburger. That's, yeah, um, that's one of my favorites. So I usually get it. For some reason, I connect a lot in the Dallas airport, Dallas yeah. Fort Worth. And yeah. that's where I get Whataburger. It's really yeah. weird. I've never yeah. had it in a restaurant. I've only had it at like the food court in the <laughs> Dallas airport. No, it I've good. had it. Yeah, I've I've had it in uh, Austin, and and then I uh, had it in San Antonio, and I had it the last time I flew through the Houston airport. They had one at the Houston airport. Mm. Made me made me very happy on my way to Mexico. So, yeah. Uh, let's see here. I don't know how many questions I've had. I know I got. I know I'm not up to ten yet. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I feel like Captain America. Just uh, I could do this all day. Yeah, that is America's ass. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> This is America's yeah. ass. Everything about the, those movies are fantastic. Oh yeah. Okay, this is a this is a good one for your for your uh, some of your favorite things. Um, again, I'm gonna do the kind of best and worst thing. Uh, what's the bet? What's one of the best places you ever traveled to, and worst place you've ever traveled to? And is is there any place in the world that you've traveled to already that you would be like, I could live here the rest of my life? I love the south of France. I love it. Not Paris. Like avoid Paris at all costs. Avoid like if you don't have to go to Paris, do not go to Paris. But if you can go to the south of France, like the vineyards and the villages, and oh my God, it's just beauty. And just uh, probably close to the border of Germany, that that area, I, I could live there in a second. Like for some reason, I'm thinking that's like is that like Alsace or yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, that area is just beautiful. It's where they designed the Disney animators before they made the Beauty and the Beast in like 1991. They lived there and they redrew the villages and the countryside and then they redrew it like into the actual cartoon. And wow. three years ago, I went to the village that they drew where, where Belle is singing at the beginning. Like little town, it's a quiet village. I literally walked around the little town, the quiet village. And I took pictures at the water fountain. They have the pub there that Gaston sings, you know, no one's quickest. Right. Yeah. 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 It's all legit, like real places. And it's breathtaking and beautiful. And the people are just so friendly. Paris, they treat you like shit and it smells like shit. It's such a, it's like a six hour drive away, but it's two different worlds. Well, I've heard it smells a lot like piss. Yeah. It's, it's built on like a sewer, right? Like, yeah. The city is how old? Like 2000 years old or 1500 yeah. years old. It's, yeah. Uh, that's that's the place I could move to in a second. But the best place I've been to anywhere in Norway. It's just beauty. Hills, mountains, waterfalls, nice people. The restaurants on the outside have like furs and stuff, like all Viking style, like on the chairs and the tables. <laughs> it's amazing. You go to a coffee shop and there's a, a fucking fur you can put around you if you're cold. <laughs> that huge country five million people that's crazy oh yeah it's a massive country like it would take you like tw 28 hours of driving if you drove straight from one point at the tip all the way down right yeah. going like the speed limit like 28 hours it's huge yeah but lots of land and not a lot of people that's that's great uh worst place i ever traveled hmm i always like you know i'm a glass half full guy so it's it's hard for me to dislike something paris i guess <laughs> all right that's fair that's i think fair. like i don't know out of all the places i've been none of it has been 
terrible in in any way and i mean i would go back to paris again but only to go to disneyland right that's it right yeah i i agree i mean you know i've traveled not to nearly as many places as you have obviously but um i've traveled to a few i could say i've probably been to one you've never been to that's for sure and that's a uh, azerbaijan so with the the rock hard toilet paper or the <laughs> <laughs> the toilet paper that had like actual chunks of wood in it yeah. oh my god i will i really wish i had an example of that toilet paper to show people it was, oh hell it, yeah it, it, it was it was like it was gray it was like recycled like it was like recycled wood cardboard toilet paper and it literally had like you could see like the chunks like outlines of like pieces of wood in it i mean it was ridiculous it's like they go to home depot they get some part they get some like particle board and they just like yeah fit, thin it out yeah super yeah. thin so yeah we'll just you know we'll just cut up this used sander piece here. <laughs> just <laughs> fucked up <laughs> see that that makes me want to go there just to try it <laughs> and that was and that was in the international airport the oh, international yeah. airport where you're going to try to you know set the tone for the country yeah well they, they did <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't yeah yeah it was uh that was an interesting trip it's an interesting trip i learned a lot though i mean great country good people uh the toilet paper at the airport sucks <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> beggars can't be choosers well just bring uh, your own roll in your bag when you go next time Oh hell, man! I could bring I could bring a roll of twenty. I might be the richest man in Azerbaijan. <laughs> <laughs> Girls be lining up. Oh my god! Well, it's the American. Check at least it out. fifteen years ago, yeah, he's got toilet paper. He's got toilet paper. Ah, oh man. All right. Ah, I don't think I really have any other questions, man. I mean, well, I got some questions for you that are a little game we play on the Answers for Everything podcast. It's called Choose Your Own Threesome. <laughs> okay so when it comes to a threesome there's three people involved and you're one of them correct okay yes so i'm gonna name three other people here you have to remove one of them but then you have to have a threesome with the remaining two okay all right sure okay so we got bob marley mm-hmm. gwen stefani and baba from forrest gump Oh. Well, obviously we're going to be doing a male, male, female. So well, I don't uh, think. Well, I mean, you, well, you, you do could have a be three males, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Gwen Stefani's definitely going to be there. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Bob Marley just because he'd bring along some good accoutrements for afterward for us to all chill out and watch the sun go down with and smoke up. So, so you're picking Bob Marley, Gwen Stefani, and you? Yeah. Well, let's hope that up. Uh, Bob Marley, being a man of color, doesn't put you to shame for his uh, enormous <laughs> penis size. <laughs> I go first. My rules. <laughs> I guess so. All right. So then we got second one here. We've got Kylie Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible set of choices. Uh, it depends how you look at it. Okay. It's no, definitely it's, not good. It's not going to involve my mom. Let's just put it that way. All right. So now I want you to think about that. Caitlyn Jenner and Kylie Jenner. That's kind of gross because then that, that makes them have to be related to each other. Well, actually, yeah. hold on. Is he actually her biological? Yeah, I guess he is her biological uh, parent. Yeah. So my guess is they're not going to be touching each other a lot. So you're going to get double action. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
They no might thanks. play a game called Charles. They might play a game called uh, Charlie in the Middle. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Kyle's probably got enough ass for everybody. Well, so then we got Shoot. the third. The third one here. We have the T eight hundred from the first Terminator movie. <laughs> Megatron. And the TX from Terminator Rise of the Machines. So the smoking hot female one. Uh, well, I guess I would definitely take the, the third one. Um, wow. Uh, move the T800 because it's got an off switch. I can just turn them over in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> or you can just be like a mechanical, you know, mechanical dildo and just, you know, like a sex machine. I just can't picture somebody like Megatron. I, I how big is that guy's dick? He's huge. He's the size of you know, a tank or a plane. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's going to hurt. All right. So do you ever watch WWE? Or have you ever watched WWE? A little bit. It's been years. So, I mean, if it's older wrestlers, I might know who they are. Okay. So we got Rikishi. Oh, God. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Uh, and Hornswoggle. I have no idea who the hell Hornswoggle is, but um, if, it's a, if it's a dude, I'm not interested in any of the three. It is a, it is a dude, and he's a, he's, a, he's a little person, and he's sort of like a leprechaun kind of thing. Um, I will say I will skip that one and just take it I don't it think that's to... how – that's not really how we play this. <laughs> it's just the way I play it. <laughs> no, you got to pick, man. If I really had to pick, yeah. uh, it is not going to involve Rikishi, that's for sure. All right. So Vince McMahon, <laughs> you know he's going to be in charge, right? Like he's – He's well, going to be in charge. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's probably going to pay you when he's done. Well, that's a bonus. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> All right. So then we got uh, Skyler from Breaking Bad. I don't know who that is. You don't watch Breaking Bad? No, I haven't seen it. All right. Picture the most annoying wife you could ever have. Okay. I know how to shut her up. <laughs> and then you've got the girl from Cash Me Outside. How about that? Oh, God. Okay. I know who she is. And my mom. <laughs> I, and just so uh, you know, my mom listens to this, so be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, just because I'm not going to do that to you, it will not be with your mom. Uh, but now she feels lonely. <laughs> oh, well, you know. If she Cash, sees my picture, she'll be okay. Cash she'll me outside. Like, How about that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if I could keep both of them quiet at the same time. We'll have to figure something out. I get them to keep each other quiet. Yeah, there you go. The last one I have here is Simple Jack. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Forrest Gump. Or Timmy from South Park. What is with you and dudes? (laughs) (laughs) You just got to pick. Uh I'd almost have to choose Forrest Gump just because I want to hear him go. He he put it in my butt. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna be with him. He's one of the three. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard choice. Um, I would I would probably remove Timmy because he's like you know in, in grade five. Yeah, I'm not doing a handicapped <laughs> child. That's that's not my speed. But simple Jack would be like the icing on the cake. I think <laughs> simple Jack. Uh, <laughs> How about Simple Jack and Forrest Gump together? Yep. You ever heard the theory that Forrest Gump was? You ever heard Forrest Gump was really a pimp? 
No. With my money at Gen A, <laughs> you better bring me my <laughs> money before Forrest Gump have to slap a hoe. <laughs> I got all... I got all kinds of hoes. I got fat hoes. I got skinny hoes. I can come down to Bubba Gump's hoe factory. Is it just me or was Jenny like the worst human being on the planet? Oh my God. She was horrible. She was horrible. But you know what? Forrest Gump isn't different than almost every other guy in this world getting, getting hooked up with the wrong choice. So, you know, and it can go both ways. I mean, you know, women can, be hooked up with a totally crappy guy but as far as that movie goes yes she was horrible she hosed him over didn't tell him he had a kid yeah she was not a good person i don't know why she didn't tell him like she didn't want the burden or she didn't want him to have the burden it's not like he didn't have money didn't he have money at that point oh yeah yeah he could financially take you because he always said like you could just stay here jenny like yeah like it's weird, right? That right there, that right there tells you it's a movie because he offered her everything and and a place, and she bailed. I mean, just I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense. Let's just put it that way. Did you I ever read the, the book? I, I never read the book. I've, yeah. I've seen the movie. Me but... neither. I've seen the movie many times, but never read the book. Yeah. I wonder how different it is. I don't know. You could probably read it faster than he talks, though. Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> it takes me a long time to read something. I always just wait for the movie to come out. I, I really would have been interested in seeing the version, though, instead of instead of Bubba Bubba being into shrimp and being into hose down in New Orleans. Oh, that would have been and awesome. He's like, we got all kinds of hose down in New Orleans. <laughs> he dies, and Forrest Gump goes to New Orleans and opens up a, a, a whore shop. With Bubba's, like, mom and sister and yeah. stuff? Yeah. <laughs> Well, they can they can you know be the madam and the you know whatever they don't have to work in it. But uh, you ever you ever been to a whorehouse? Have I ever been to a whorehouse? Actually, yes, I have. Yes. You want to talk about it? Ah, sure. Why not? You know, it was many 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 years ago, and basically it was in a trailer out in the middle of nowhere. It's it's kind of like I've never been into a, a what you call a a proper a proper whorehouse you know like out like out a proper whorehouse you know we keep everything trim and proper shaved and proper uh but like a a craigslist whorehouse (laughs) (laughs) it uh, let's just put it this way you know when you live out in the midwest and you live in various places there's there's uh uh, got my accents coming out there's a uh when you live in the midwest or you live in, in in unusual kind of places there's sometimes what you say is understandings in certain places and in this case i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say the name of it and it was back when i was in my early 20s but uh apparently this this lady had been running a uh, an establishment basically out of a couple of trailers behind a bar uh out about a couple hours west of here um and she'd been doing it for years and i don't know if she paid off the cops or they just turned a blind eye to it or whatever when she died the whole thing got shut down and all the stuff went away but when she was alive she she ran it and uh just a couple of trailers and and uh you know you go out there and you you knock on the door and uh, you know and take care of you know take care of your action if you want to not with her not not with her she was like friggin 70 something but she had other people that worked there so so yeah that's my one and only uh i can say experience with ever going to a uh a house of ill repute or in this case a, a rolling house of ill repute <laughs> do you remember how much you paid 
hundred bucks, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Can't say I've ever had the privilege. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it is what it is, but it's it's not as good as the real thing, you know. I mean, it, it is the real thing, but not as good as, you know, being with somebody that cares about you or really wants more than just the money. Yeah. Every time I go to Amsterdam, it's like, oh, red light district. I guess I'll walk around. Never ever gone through with anything. Yeah, that's but, what I, that's that's what I thought the first time I went to uh, I went to Frankfurt. Yeah. And and I went and they have what they call a an Eros E R O S district. Okay. And you you go down there. And it's like a certain block, and it's all adult businesses. And so they have strip clubs and all kinds of stuff. They try to get you in there and spend money, but they have these things that are kind of like like little mini, like mini towers, like three or four or five stories tall. Right. And you walk in inside, inside this building. And so, and so kind of like the walking street, like you'd see in Amsterdam, like where you walk and have the windows. Well, instead of that, you walk in and, um, and girls rent the rooms. And, uh, and if they're, if they're there and available, they're usually got the door open, the light on, or they're sitting there in the doorway, like on the stool or something right there by the door. And, you know, and they're all, proposition you and getting you know and prices and stuff and 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 if they're and if they're not there or they're busy you know the door's shut or whatever and and uh, basically as you go in uh not to be really denigrating it one way or the other but the 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 uh, as the further you go up the tower uh, the uh the the little bit darker skin it gets and a little bit cheaper it gets so like the bottom floor is lots of statuesque blondes and you know the typical you know like you know eastern european german white skin and by the time you're up top floor you know you have you know more indians or uh african um that sounds uh, terrible immigrants yeah yeah but it's cheaper too like i said you up so i mean it's 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 yeah it's it, i mean yeah it's terrible but i mean basically they're renting they're renting a room they don't they they pay rent on the room and they don't have to pay like a pimp and i mean you know there's police in the district and everything but uh yeah so then it's all like it's all legal and it's yeah it's legal yeah legal tax yeah so government room is probably safe like std wise right yeah yeah well yeah i don't know i mean hopefully hopefully they're being tested i mean i I would imagine that they are they all they also have what they call um i don't know if they really call them they don't really refer to them in the title as sex spas they call them spas but they have places you can go and you pay like a flat fee and you go in and as long as you're in the building or whatever, you can pretty much have sex with any of the girls that are in there uh, for a certain period of time. You know, it's kind of like a flat fee. You pay, you go in, you know. And Okay, where's this? <laughs> in Germany. Well, call, I think I know where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never been to one of those. That would, that would be uh, certainly interesting. It's like but, Disneyland, right? You pay your entrance yeah. fee and it's all the rides are free after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I think that they work harder if you're 20 versus working harder than, than if you're 50. Yeah. <laughs> There's only so much riding action you can have at, at an older age. So, says but, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Magic pills. Magic pills, baby. Magic pills. But, uh, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I've had some interesting uh, adventures uh, around the world. So, I've never had that adventure. I remember the yeah. last time we were in Amsterdam. The guy I was with is one of my friends and we're just walking down one of the streets. We're looking at the girls. We're talking and he goes to talk to one of the girls to get a price. And he comes back. He's like, yeah, you know, she wants 75 euros to go down on me. And I was like, okay. 
And he's like, hey, nobody's down this street. Let's go down here. So we're walking. And it's still a red light district because the windows right. are there. And we're walking. He's like, why does that girl, is that a, like a pear shoved down her pants? I'm like, um, no, nope. yeah. she's, she's got extra parts that aren't girl parts. He's like, well, she looks like a girl. It's like, eh, she does, but she doesn't. Yeah. So he's like, uh, you want to get off this street? I'm like, I'll just keep walking down. It doesn't matter to me. And then, you know, move on <laughs> to the next street. But yeah, it's right. just like, why did she have a pear down her pants? It's <laughs> like, uh, nope, no pear. That would be That's illogical. A, yeah. She's got a pear down her pants and an apple in her throat. So, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even look for the apple. <laughs> <laughs> I assume once I saw the pear, it's kind of a given there was an apple. Yeah. But yeah, I should have looked. Yeah. It's like, hey, you know, no, no biggie. You know, everybody's got their thing. So, oh, I'm going to call it fruit salad row from now on. <laughs> That's a different kind of fruit basket. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. Definitely have to do a trip out to where do you say that was? Germany. Uh, like, where in uh, Germany? Well, mine was where I went to was in Frankfurt, but Frankfurt. most, most of the big cities. Uh, they, they all have their own little district. The one that was nice about the Frankfurt one, though, is that it's right near the train station. So, like, if you come so in, convenient. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, trains going in and out, you going in and out. It's, you know, it's all all good. Close to the, close to the same place. Man, so. Canada doesn't think about their tourism on that level. Which is, you know, it's, it's just too bad. Although I, I will say this, when I was when I was in Vancouver, I did notice you guys have an unusual large amount of escorts in your classified section. Oh yeah, uh, it's yeah. it's not illegal in Canada. Well, see, there you go. That's like, awesome. So it's yeah, it's prostitution is legal, but propositioning somebody is illegal. Okay. So if if I if I proposition a woman for you know a night of intimacy for money, I can yeah. get arrested. But right. if she's selling her body for money, she does not get arrested. Okay. Yeah. That makes no sense. I don't make the rules. I know. Well, we have the same rules down here. Of course, down here, you know, both both will be arrested. You're both you're both going to be in trouble. I mean, yeah, it's not illegal. Selling selling is illegal, and propositioning somebody is illegal. You know, um, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I, I I don't I don't you know I've never I've never understood that. I've always thought prostitution should be legal. I mean, basically, it's all we all do anyway. We prostitute ourselves for whatever our work oh, yeah. is that we don't want to do for money. Um, it's just that oh hey, this is the part I was born with, and I can make money with it. Nope, nope, you can't do that. Uh, anything yeah. else of your body, but you can't do that. Well, uh, maybe they just have a harder way to tax it. Well. Because people I don't, don't want a record of of those visits, so they pay cash. No, well, yeah, exactly. The government's heart government has a hard time taxing cash. Yeah. That's one of the guys I worked with said the whole COVID thing was all cash related. It's the government's oh, yeah. trying to remove cash so they can trace where all the money is going all the time, where money is spent to stop drug dealers from being drug dealers because they can't accept cash anymore. Yeah, or, or they could just legalize all drugs and not have drug dealers that are doing it illicitly. You know? Well, I mean, even though drugs are legal. Like in Canada, it's across Canada. You can buy marijuana anywhere. But yeah, well, they, the drug they dealers, charge a lot. They charge way too much. Yeah. And I, I, I realized why it was the packaging. Oh, yeah. It's really like a guy came to work and he showed me the weed he was smoking. And, and it, it comes out of like like a test tube, like a plastic hard shell test tube where they have like two joints. And I'm like, how much does that cost? Like a drug dealer uses a Ziploc bag, right? Like right. Four, four cents. Yeah. Whereas the government gets custom made cylinders and tubes and stuff with like a snap lid and it's got to be like airtight so you can't smell the stuff like the reason it costs so much is because of packaging well that's why that's why you buy it legally a couple of times you keep the packaging and then you just buy it 
illegally. And if they ever ask you if you got it legally, like, yep, I got my tube right here. Yeah, but see, that's <laughs> that's why the government is losing money on it. The Canadian government is losing money on weed because they're they're too stupid to figure it out, right? Yeah, that's that's pretty bad to be to be so stupid that you can lose money selling weed. Yeah, like the drug dealers <laughs> in Canada are still making fuck tons of money because people are buying from them and not the legal government shit. The people oh, yeah. that are buying the legal government stuff are the ones that are too scared to to get it from a drug dealer, right? Oh yeah, they probably that, didn't smoke weed before it was legal. Right. Yeah, in that case, they probably still shouldn't be smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, mean, I don't know. I I I, I uh, you know. Uh, I went into a couple of different dispensaries when I was in California, just so I could kind of get the experience. I haven't been to one in Colorado yet to check them out, but you know, uh, it's pretty, it's a trip when you walk into it and they got a counter and they got all this stuff up in jars and everything's all, you know, it's all like clinical. And they're like, so what kind of flavor are you looking for? And, you know, all this other stuff. And they're like, Hey, if you sign up today with us, you get a free pre-roll. I'm like, sign me up. You know, I mean, uh, it was, it was an interesting experience. I will, I will say the the most fun thing I've ever tried when I was out there in California was edibles. That was, uh, that was a interesting experience. That's weird. We just talked about it on our, our last episode because two or three episodes ago, a friend brought over some edibles and my podcast partner and I split one where I got like the bigger chunk. I don't, uh-huh. I don't smoke weed. It just, it like, she'll come over and she'll bring like six joints and I'll smoke four and not feel anything. She'll smoke half of one. And then I have to drive her home. Like my body <laughs> just doesn't, it, it doesn't like weed. It just doesn't do anything with it. So she's like, here, you have the big chunk because you know, you need it more than I do. And I ate it and I don't remember recording the episode. I just remember them talking. <laughs> it was so weird. Like, I had to edit it and I was like, I don't want to edit this. I don't even remember it. I don't remember the conversation. I remember getting a ride back to my car after the show. And then I remember driving home and then I don't remember anything else. So I'm listening to it and I talk maybe 5% out of the, and I'm just sitting there and she's like, yeah, there were times when you just like, you Bob, you're like playing ping pong. You, you look at me, then you look at Dora. Then you look at me, then you look at Dora. And then you look at me, you open your mouth. You don't say anything. You look at Dora I go, I said, the weirdest thing about it is when we were all sitting there talking, like at the end of it, I'm looking down for the microphone to make sure my distance is okay from the mic. So I don't like mess up the, the sound and I, I couldn't see the microphone. And then I forgot what we were talking about. And then I was like, I don't see the microphone. And she's like, we stopped recording 20 minutes ago. What do you mean? You can't see the microphone. I was like, we're not recording anymore. I had no idea the show had ended. Not a clue. So the edibles really messed me up. So I bought yeah. another bag of them. And I can't wait to eat more of those things. I'm just not going to do it before a show because I had, I was so like, just, she's like, you made a better, uh, a better listener than you did a host on that show for sure. You didn't say anything. I was like, all right, that's cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know how many milligrams were in what you took. All I know is that when I went to uh, Los Angeles a couple of years back, the last time we bought a, we bought, it looked like a little, like, uh, like, not chiclets, but you know, like the gum yep. packages. And then, so this had like all these little poke houses, like 10 pieces in it total. Yeah. And I think, I think I took two at one time, one time. That was a good day. Oh, yeah. It feels <laughs> from what fantastic. I remember of it, from what I remember of it. Yeah. It, it reminds me of mushrooms without, I get a headache after I do mushrooms. I would love to do mushrooms every day, like every day. But when I wake up, my head is pounding and I hate my life. Like it's worse than a hangover. So uh, I don't, I don't do them. Right. But yeah. the edibles gave me the body stone that I really, really enjoyed. So, yeah, I would, I would do yeah. them, you know, whenever. I mean, obviously, I've got, you know, kids and a job right. and shit and this, so I can't 
be doing that. But if I didn't have like kids or a job, man, I'd probably be high all the time on edibles. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think I would be all the time. I, I, I am, a, I am, a, I'm definitely, like you said, you know, you asked me earlier, you said, you know, as far as happiness, like now yeah. versus being a kid. And, you know, even with my life being challenging, I will say that, but then again, everybody's life is challenging in one way or another. I mean, you know, me yep. and you've talked about many aspects of our life, especially and, relationships. That's yeah. the most challenging part. Yes. That's a challenge for every man, woman, and, and in between on this no, planet. Not if you're really hot and rich. Yeah, but you know what? It's, it's a problem for them too, because you know a lot of them, the you know for they they, well, if you're hot and rich, well, you know, I mean, it takes care of a lot of problems. It does. Uh, I mean, if I was hot and rich, I would a never ever worry about getting married. I'd just smash all through my life and then retire, and I'd just pay some hot nurse to take care of me and feed me when I'm older and. Yeah, a handy once in a while. And people or, say money can't buy happiness. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you know, the the a lot of people, you know, you know, uh, they say money can't buy you happiness, and I guess that's usually said by people who don't have money. But I think money money just buys you a different level of problems. That's all I think. It, it just you know, I mean, until you until you get to the point where you're basically like like. Uh, a demigod status like Gates or Buffett, where they can just go, I can buy a state, you know, or I can buy yeah. a country, you know. Uh, then, then you can buy everything. But I mean, heck, look, but look at look at say uh, Jeff Bezos, he lost half his crap to his his wife because he had to dip his wick on the side. It's like either a uh, be a lot smoother about covering it or don't do it. You I know? mean, she, she, she's a lot hotter than his ex wife, so well, yeah, admittedly, yes, right, you know, but yeah. I mean. I don't, it, it didn't hurt him to lose half. Yeah, not really. Right? Not really. Yeah. Like, I mean, what's the difference? Darn it. Between... He's, da- he's down to a hundred million, a billion. I mean, whoa, darn. Yeah. What's the difference between a hundred and 200 billion? Like, nothing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. nothing. I keep, I keep that in my change on the, on the sofa. Yeah. I you mean, know, I, I, I think if you printed, in thousand dollar bills, I couldn't stuff two hundred billion dollars in my house. It would be more money than it would fit in my house. It probably takes several of my houses to have two hundred billion dollars. Well, see, then you don't need it. Exactly. Besides, I got two hundred billion Joes. So that's true. More GI <laughs> Joes than any human I've ever met. Only ten thousand. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I'm serious. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably sell half of those. Yeah. Well, that's definitely going to be its own episode for sure because I got a lot of stuff to talk about, GI Joe. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, wealth of knowledge, cauldron that's <laughs> overflowing. Shit, right, right. All right, man. I'll tell you anything else you want to talk about. I mean, we nope, can keep talking I've... as long as you want. I don't care. So, no, nope, I well, think I'm up. I think this is good. Okay, good yeah. for a first episode. We got to got to save something to talk about in another episode. We got, yeah. got we got the to get further into my tantra massage adventures we got uh that's what i wanted this episode to be about i just want the the listeners to be like wait wait tantric massage tell me more and they'll be like we'll okay just, we're gonna talk to you joe they're like no yeah. i need to listen to the next one well so i'll just i'll just tease them with the one just tease them with the one thing nine full body orgasms in one hour it is humanly possible stay tuned for that episode coming up one of these days I just jizzed in my pants thinking about it. <laughs> None of that's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, well, all, all, all the experience, 
none of the mess. Oh, that, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you want the mess. I mean, every porn movie I've ever watched, there's always a mess at the end. Is that not the way to do it? It, it is. As a matter of fact, uh, I went and saw a band last night. I told you I went and saw a band uh, uh, from Iowa called okay, the, so the, the Rumors last night. We're just One talking of, about jizz, and now you're talking about a band? It's well, like related. Well, One of the songs on their last album is Put Your Love on My Face. So there you oh, go. There you go. Yeah. They, okay. say it's, they, they say it's a good moisturizer. Well, I guess I'll have to try it. Yeah. Although I don't. I'm probably not going to store it. I'll just do like one shot. Oh, there you go. And I'll say no homo before it hits my face. Well, you know, put it in a pina colada. That way you don't really taste it. How do you know that? <laughs> that's just, I, I'm just asking. How do you know that? I watched a movie and they did that. Yeah, sure. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> buddy games. Watch buddy games. I've got too much stuff to watch. I got an Asian giant Godzilla killing man to watch. <laughs> you got to see Big Man in Japan. That is Big awesome. Big Man in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to th thank you for taking the time out to answer a bunch of stupid questions. And I enjoyed your threesome answers. And just so you know, <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep playing the, the the choose your threesome game, but you can't pass on any of them. It doesn't matter if it's all dudes or your relatives. You got to choose it. I want to take a mulligan. <laughs> so is there anything else you want to add? You want to let the listener know anything about you or just uh, tease them with the uh, well, I already gave I already gave him one tease, so uh, you know. Uh, okay, I'll give him another tease. Another time in tantra massage, having about a forty-five minute long continuous orgasm. Okay, I just jizzed in my pants again. It's possible. Yes, it's not quite as intense as the other experience, but uh, but it's more like a say a seven out of ten. But that's still pretty damn good for forty-five so minutes in a row. You're you're giving these orgasms, or you're no, these, having... these are these are the ones I'm receiving. These are the ones I'm receiving. And you can also provide the giving if you. Yes. Yes. Although I've never done that to a man, just to women. I just don't understand why more people aren't doing that. Why are not yeah. more people lined up to learn this? I don't know why either. I mean, you know, uh, I, I, I obviously promote it and, and encourage people to learn about it, uh, whether it's for me or for somebody else, but uh I, I think it's just like, it's just like anything, you know, we, we, you know, uh, the state next to me, Missouri had the slogan of the state is the show me state. Okay. People see videos, people read books. I mean, just like I did. I mean, uh, have you ever had a prostate massage orgasm? I have not. Well, uh, there was a utensil utilized <laughs> that vibrated that was up there. So I, I have had that, but it wasn't just, uh, that there is also touching on my genitals as well right which is so, which is which is fine i mean you can do it in conjunction with it you normally you know you you normally would uh okay. but it wasn't just a yeah. hands-free you know what i mean no 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 i know i understand i understand uh I, I can say that a combination of a woman with a giving you a prostate massage at the same time as uh an, a blowjob is is outstanding yeah well, I mean, been there, done that. So yeah, uh, yeah, I agree yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah. But but until you experience that, you don't necessarily believe it's possible. You read, oh, you can have these this kind of experience. Oh, I don't believe it. I've never had that. I, I don't know what the heck they're talking about. Then you have it, and you go, wow, that's possible. Then you hear something else, like, hey, you know, you can have three or four full body orgasms as a man. You go, bull crap. 
that's not possible. How, how, how the heck do you have an orgasm without ejaculating? I, I, how's that possible? I mean, I don't understand it. The thing is, an orgasm and ejaculation is two separate things because the orgasm happens just a hair before ejaculation. So if you can figure out how to stop that last bit and you can have an orgasm, you can have the whole orgasm, you can have the full experience, only instead of releasing all your energy by ejaculating, you move, you move the energy all through your body. And it's just like, and it's just like the way a woman or has a full body orgasm. So do you, and then you build it up again and then you can do it again and you build it up again. You do it again. I mean, uh, I would guess it can go on for quite some time more than I was as a, as a, as a learning practitioner, but nine times an hour is it, it, it's pretty intense, especially because each one gets more and more intense as you do it. So, so you've sold me on it. Um, <laughs> well, if you ever want to go to the Czech Republic, I know a great course that they teach it of in. Of course, course I want to go to the Czech Republic. Oh, who doesn't? I, I, I love mean, Prague. I Prague love, is fantastic. Oh, I love the Czech women. The women in, in Czech, the Czech Republic are amazingly beautiful, amazingly smart, uh, very sexy. So, all right. I, I, I highly recommend it. Two, two thumbs up. Okay, so I've got two thumbs up to go to Frankfurt for tower prostitution. <laughs> and then yeah. we're going to go to the Czech Republic for tantric massage. And I'm going to go to the Middle East, but don't use the toilet paper. Azerbaijan. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, don't use the toilet paper. Azerbaijan. Yeah. Azerbaijan. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I've got three more. I mean, I've been to Prague before and I've been to Frankfurt, but I didn't uh, participate in those two activities. So I have well, places to go and things to see. And well, we got, we're going to, yeah, we're going to have to go to, to Europe and go to Germany and the Czech Republic together. And I'll, uh, I'll make sure I introduce you to uh, some interesting places. I'm in. I'm yeah. sold. You said vacation. You said yeah. trip. I'm in. doesn't matter where <laughs> it is. Once we're allowed to, and you don't I, have to come, you don't have to come back and get put in a hotel and, pay a bunch of money and everything yeah our country's a little fucked up here <laughs> hey but they're sorry about it sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah blame canada anyway uh thanks man this has uh been an enlightening i, I hope for others as it was for me hope like, they have well i appreciate it clay thanks for bringing me on and uh, i look forward to uh, many more shows all right man so you have a all great right. night you too all right. Peace out, listeners. Till next week.